Hi everyone, it's Deontay Chantel, real estate developer, life coach, all that good stuff. Tonight we have a special Journey to Developer podcast live episode. We have a special guest, Dwayne Williams. He's about to come on here in a few. Hello, hello, hello. I pray all is well. Tonight we're going to be talking about being single, being saved. We're also talking about... Um, purity so we're gonna have a conversation about sex and also we're probably gonna dive into ungodly soul ties um this is like an, a rendition of journey to developer that is important to me because it's not only about real estate development it's also about self-development as well and spiritual development so our guest is ready so let's bring him on here Hey, what's How up? How's it going? I am wonderful. How are you tonight? I'm blessed. I'm uh, over here. Uh, is my lighting good? Yeah, it's good, fine. good, good, good. I'm excited tonight. Me too. It's, hi, everyone. This is the guest, Dwayne Williams, Jr. Welcome to the show. Welcome. I'm going to invite some people in. Yeah. Awesome. Um, anyone that's on here, go invite this with like 20 people. <laughs> Let's get this started and popping off. I love it. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Dwayne is a thought leader. That's what he has on his uh, page. No, um, I, I am a thought leader. I yes. am a thought leader. So we didn't, normally I get a, I normally speak to people before coming on like a podcast or a live. We didn't get a chance to get to know each other off the air, but that's fine. That's gonna make the interview even better. It's really a conversation, not really an interview. I don't want you to feel like, you know, hey, business. But tell people who you are, what you do, and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, so I'm Dwayne Williams Jr. I am from uh, the greatest city in America, uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, I do a couple things. Uh, I provoke people's thoughts, uh, as well as uh, I'm the CEO and founder of Pay It Forward the Movement, which is a nonprofit that is um, endeavoring to help uh, communities and families in any way that we possibly can. And then our main goal inside of the nonprofit is to uh, just be a blessing uh, to people randomly. And so uh, we love that. Not only that, I, uh, I am creating a mentorship for young men as we speak. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get this conversation underway. Awesome. That's amazing. I definitely sent out a request to my brother to sign up for your mentorship. So wow. You see a Morrison in there. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, who it is. yeah, I um, so I love that you're uh, to ping. I want everyone that's watching to hit the uh, flag at the bottom and uh, invite everybody that, you know, because uh, I believe this is going to be a healthy dialogue uh, tonight. So I can't I can't wait to jump into it. Yeah, me too. Let me finish inviting some people too. Hold on OK, good. We Well, listen, I'm, I'm on it. Let's invite them. I'm invite. with it. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. 
<laughs> but um, until they come on, let me see. Excuse me, y'all. I'm, I'm, I normally do the podcast off the air, but we're doing something new tonight. I like it, though. Isn't it? Yeah, cool? me too. I like it as well. Um, I love it. Yeah, so basically for those who don't know who I am, because it may be some of your viewers as well, I'm Deontay Chantel. I'm a real estate investor, developer from New Jersey. Actually, I like to say from heaven, but, you know, I live in New Jersey. Um, in, in, in particular, uh, Newark, East Orange, New Jersey area. So welcome to my platform if you're new to my page. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I have a podcast. It's called Journey to Develop Her. It's basically about my journey to becoming a real estate developer. So I am a real estate developer, as stated. Um, but during that journey, God really had, and he still is, developing me. And purity was one of the areas he developed me in or told me to do many times throughout my 20s. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, now I'm in my early 30s, and I'm still low. Well, it was some breaks in between there. So we're going to be transparent, right? <laughs> We're going to be very transparent tonight. I'm definitely not a saint, okay? Um, but in, I any, anywhere you invite me to, there's always going to be a level of transparency that goes down <laughs> in my book. I don't know right. how other way to be. Right. So I've only, I've been practicing purity consistently over the last like 20 months, almost two years. Right. Um, but it's been like a journey throughout my 20s, let's just say that. Great. But um, we had a conversation already on the podcast about it. And I said, you know, I don't even know how I found you, but I said, let me bring you on here. We needed a man of God's perspective. <laughs> I don't even know how, how I don't even know how we, I came across you. No, I appreciate I don't you know. I really don't know. The invitation. No, thank but you. But I, I saw you somewhere you. and I was like, he got to come on here. So from what I know, you are a man of God. And I want to try to be. I try yeah, to be. We, every we, day all, we, go. we all, you know, working on being better people. Yeah. Every day, I, every day I wake up, I try to be. <laughs> But by the grace of God, we're doing yes. it, right? So, yes. But I wanted to get your perspective because um, we had a, another woman on here who I love dearly. Shout out to Bernicia, um, who she has a book on purity, like a whole book. It's her lifestyle. Um, she's been pure for a number of years. We're not going to tell you how many years, but it's a lot of years, right? Um, so God bless her. And um, I, I hope that her husband is on his way. Okay, now... <laughs> I Let's get it. over to you. First of all, you had a um, live yesterday. <laughs> come on, come on. I love it. Come on. No, no, no. So I feel like I've been listening to you all week now. Now that I have discovered you, I heard you on YouTube the other night, which yeah. was great. It was entertaining. It was spot yeah. on. And the last night, you mentioned something about single season, right? So, mm -hmm. which everybody should know what that is. No, cuffing season, excuse me. Cuffing season. So you were talking about that. I was entertained, but it was really good. It was great dialogue. Um, but let's talk about what the topic of today is. Primarily, everybody's been talking about red flags. So what are some red flags that you look for, look out for as a man? And tell us some that we should look out for as women, if you can. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, you would throw me into the fire early. I don't get a warm-up question. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. I guess I wore red. I thought I was wearing red for the blood of Jesus. However, uh, I found myself wearing red for uh, this red flag. Matter of fact, did that that originated 
uh, the red flags. <laughs> my, my homie is in the comments, Candice, you wild. Uh, the red flags thing started from one of those major, um, major uh, outlets, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, you know, here's the thing for me. Um, I think that some of the red flags that I see put people putting up, I think it's funny. I think it's amazing. Uh, ha ha, joke, joke. It's fun. It's funny. But when we start talking about serious red flags, I think some of my serious red flags is, one, how does a woman respond to me? Right? And what I mean by that is um, when, when I'm talking to her, how's her response? Is it aggressive? Is it understanding? Is it loving? Is it strong will? What is it? I want to take a look at that because that's going to be important for me. I think everybody red flags, let me put this in as a caveat. Everybody red flags is going to, I guess, uh, be different or different, uh, different, uh, different because of the fact that uh, it's who you are as a person, right? What may bother one person may not bother another person. And so for me, how you respond to me uh, when I'm talking to you is important, right? How you, how you respond to me, how you deal with what I'm telling you in that moment. Number two, um, how, you, how you think, because we don't talk about this. We make everything about materialistic. Oh, it's a red flag if you keep, you know, <laughs> you know, asking you this or that and the third. And that's, like I said, it's funny. It's fun games. But all jokes aside, um, how you think is important. Because if you are thinking contrarily different than what I'm thinking, we're going to have a problem. Not that we cannot agree to disagree. Because I think agreeing to disagree doesn't speak to your thinking. It speaks to more of your opinion. Right. You understand? It speaks to more of your opinion. To be able to think in the same alignment, meaning like, okay, do we find this wrong? Do we find this right? Do we find this suitable for us? Do we find that suitable for us? It's important for me because how you think, if we can't think in the same space, then guess what's going to happen? We're probably not going to be a good fit. Exactly. So, AKA mindset. That's gonna be. It's gonna be rough. She can be pretty. She can be the bomb.com. She can have her bag. That's on Mary had a little lamb. That's on period. She can be all of that. But if we can't think alike in in in, in the most important uh, sectors of our lives, right? I don't. I don't think. I think that's a red flag. I don't think that's gonna be. Um, you know, be able to work. Um, I also want to say this. Um, if she is someone who doesn't take care of herself. Now, I ain't talking about being skinny or slim foot. I'm talking about, like, how does she take care of herself? How does she carry herself? Watch this, both in person and on social media. Right? Because, because let me tell y'all a secret, and I hope y'all don't judge me for this. We as men, both in church and out of church, we love looking at beautiful women on the IG. But what we don't want is our beautiful woman doing what some of these IG models are doing on their social media. And some people be like, oh, well, you you insecure. Nope, we're not insecure. Some men just don't want to deal with that. Agreed. They don't want to yeah. deal with that. They, they don't want to deal with that persona. They don't want to deal with what comes with that. Now, some men are perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine for them. And that's A-OK. -okay. I have no no 
if ands or buts about it. But I think the reality of it is is that we're gonna look at how you carry yourself both on and off uh, social media in real life and uh, on social media. That's a few for me. Uh, now for the women, I wanna I wanna I wanna help y'all here. I'm about to say, okay. I probably should answer that, right? But number, <laughs> number one, if you go to shake this man's hand at eight o'clock in the morning and he still got dirt underneath his nails, that's a red flag. I, I know, I, I know, I know we're about to laugh, but it's eight mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning. When he took a shower, that dirt should have been eliminated from underneath of those nails. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. If it's three o'clock in the afternoon, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and he got dirt underneath his nails. Now, ladies, that's a sign of a hardworking man, all right? That's a sign of a man that is probably working extremely hard. But 8 a.m., 7 a.m., run, okay? Fast, all right? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yes, I agree. Hey, isn't that good? Isn't that good? Because I don't think y'all pay attention to it. And I do, as a man, when I go to Pound Brothers Up, or I go to give him a five, and I see that it's dirt rusted underneath in it, man. It just went from a five to a pound. Because that means you don't wash your hands. <laughs> That's why we got COVID out here. People ain't washing their hands, you know? Um, I think that another uh, another uh, red flag that a woman should look for is, now, I've got to be careful when I say intentionality. Because some of y'all be looking for intentionality on the first date. Yeah. And on the yeah. first date, we just getting to know one another. I don't know what my intentions are with you yet. I know what my intentions are in life, but right. I don't know what my intentions are with you yet because I am just getting to know you. And getting to know you, and I, and I want to make sure I make this clear so that women can have an understanding of this. After you have spent some time with this man, after you have spent some time with this man, say it again, after you have spent some time with this man, you okay. should be looking for a level of intentionality and if there is no intentionality there, it should be a red flag. No, I agree with that. Um, yeah. What I can say is now, so I don't even waste time. I'm asking God, is this the man for me before I even go on a date? And I have to be like that because what I've learned, especially me being in the real estate business or just in business in general, I find it that sometimes men just will tell, not men, some boys, some grown boys, they'll tell you what you want to hear. Okay, so now I, you really have to have your own level of discernment. All right, is this someone I should be even entertaining for a day, for a lunch day? Like, do I need to entertain that person? So now, because I just got out of a two year, well, no, th two and a half year relationship engagement, about to be married, called up the wedding three months before the wedding type of situation, and it's like, okay. God was showing, God, and I'll tell you, ladies, God shows you the signs in advance, literally, especially if you, you're deep with God, right? He'll show you what that person's about, what he's mm -hmm. into, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. So you're getting the red flags. And I'm, I'm so happy that it is a topic because you're getting the red flags. You're ignoring the red flags, right? Mm -hmm. You are being too forgiving, mm -hmm. right? Um, when all reality, you should be running for your life. So before, sometime, well, now, before I even invest my feelings into somebody, before I even invest my time talking to them on the phone, whatever, going on the first date, I'm asking God first, is this the man that I should even entertain? Is this my husband? 
or is this just a friend or is this just a business associate whatever the case may be um and i think that's gonna save a lot of people from heartache now everybody's not gonna do that like they, they just want to have fun <laughs> and go out so, and i used to be that person if i was bored i'll just go out with a guy like, I, you know. well can i present something different a little bit sure good that's just so me i am I am, I am all for consulting god first However, I believe that there are some decisions that God allows us to make with proper, um, with proper knowledge. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. With proper knowledge. So sometimes when it comes to the husband and wife space, I think that, or significant other space, I think sometimes we'd be like, God, should I be entertaining him? And I think that there will be some people um, that we will uh, come in contact with that, God will allow us to come in contact with because sometimes, and I think we kind of push God away in this in disregards, that there will be sometimes God would allow you to see it so that you will understand what good feels like. Mm. Right? And so sometimes God may not answer us when we say, hey, look, should I be entertaining them? And we may go forward in it. Sometimes we may go forward in it because God is getting us to a place to grow us and he may be using this situation to grow us right, right. and so what, what i really want us to do is i think you said it the best probably discern probably ask a little bit more questions as we go along not erasing asking you know god not erasing asking god what you know what do you want us to do but however just the uh just discerning sometimes and then i also want to be honest with you i don't i don't believe that god uh, just solely when you meet a person and be like, God, is this my husband that he answers right away? No, 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 no. I, Yeah, I think that for some people, it may happen like that. Right. But for others, God right. wants you to go through the process to see, to endure, uh, to, to, to make a sound decision. And what I want, uh, uh, especially ladies to do, is not be so gun ho on the very first date. I, I got to put emphasis on words. On the very first date, I think that you should fill out his personality, fill out who he is, fill out his mindset. See, I'm going to tell you what we do. We overlook the little things. Mm -hmm. And it's the little things that matter. Right? We overlook the little things. Like a question about how do you feel about God? How do you feel, you know, how do you feel about church? Or how do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about uh, children? Or how do you feel about marriage? I think in those kinds of questions, you will have some level of understanding of where a person's mind is. You know what we do? We come to a date and, and we be like, hey, what's, um, what's your intentions? And so we get set up for that question because sometimes both, I, I don't want to just put this on the men, but both men and women can be prepared to answer that question flawlessly, okay? Mm -hmm. So we've got to learn how to be a little bit more watchful even if they can answer a question flawlessly or the way we want them to answer that question, we've got to be a little bit more watchful over time. So that's why I am, I am a component of, hey, enjoy the first date, kind of watch over time, see over time, and then make a sound decision predicated upon what you see, what you ask. But I think sometimes people get into this, let me ask these certain questions because I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my time. Well, I want to I want to offer this in any dating round. You're going to be in quote out of quote 
wasting your time. And I'm not, and when I say wasting your time, you're going to be expending your time to date because that's what dating is. It is, it is not until you get married that your time becomes um, unwasted because now you are in a situation with an individual that you have made a commitment to that we are going to work at this and be the best that we can be. When you are dating, you are going to waste time because you're trying to find out where you need to be, where God is leading you to be, where your heart feels like it needs to be. And um, I, I think, you know, we should be able to maneuver through uh, uh, some of those uh, situations. I know, I agree. And what I do is... My brother Frank, what up, man? He said, that's 100. Yeah, and what I try to do, definitely pray about it, but move. As long as you're operating and not doing things outside of the will of God, I think you're safe. And I think that's what anything, like, whatever. Yes. As long as you're yes. not, you know. I think I think a lot of people are just afraid. A lot of people are afraid to get hurt because yeah. dating dating is while it is enjoyable, it is also rough. Uh, mm -hmm. It's rough because it it does become a level of waste of time when something doesn't turn into what you think it could be, right? Not necessarily what you know it to be, but uh, but what you think it could be. And I think sometimes, and I and I really want uh, my queens to hear this: um, be excited not about marriage because that's something to be excited about. But be excited about finding an individual that understands you. And then I think you can have a great marriage. I think sometimes we get excited about the wedding piece. Let me say it like that, not marriage. We get excited about the wedding piece. And what we do sometimes in our excitement about the wedding piece is we will meet a guy and he checks the boxes and we are like, we are in a rush. What you here for? What you want to do? How you want? And, and sometimes we've got to slow down, right? So that way we can see, hear, and then respond, okay? We got to slow down so we can see, hear, and then respond. And I think too many people are only seeing and then responding, but they're not hearing. I agree. And so when you skip a step, it causes for you to maybe trip down them or roll down them. But somehow you're going to get down them and it's not going to be in the correct order of walking down them if you skip steps. I agree a thousand percent. And a lot of people in the chat are dropping great gems. Definitely watch his fruit. Look at and see if he's actually consistent at what he's doing. That's yeah. Like key. Um, so... Yeah, I agree with that a thousand percent. Now, alignment. Would you? <laughs> I love this. Yeah, I mean, because it's important. I mean, and this could go a lot of different ways. When I think of marriage, it's a partnership. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you're not aligned in almost everything, in my opinion, it's probably not going to work. Um, but particularly in uh, religion, right? Would you? consider even dating well yeah would you even date someone that is not a christian absolutely not okay. yeah absolutely not um and, and remember in the beginning of this broadcast i talked about alignment in a little bit i think that there would be a few things that we may be out of alignment in right but i don't think that may cause a uh detriment to a relationship as long as we can talk through it right like yeah. You may want silk sheets. I may want cotton sheets. That's out of alignment, <laughs> right? But however, I think that we can talk through that to make a compromise that is conducive for, um, you know, our lives. I think whether uh, we spank 
a child or not spank a child? How do we discipline our children? I think that is something that we we can work out, right? Mm -hmm. I don't believe that the core values of who we are we can work out. No, I agree. Right? And I'm not and I'm not condemning any other uh, religious beliefs, but for me, for me, uh, there there could be no other way that I could date someone outside of my belief because my belief is what I believe in. And it is the core of the way that I move. Now, whether I adhere to that all the time, glory to his name, <laughs> hallelujah. Whether I adhere to that all the time, I still believe in it, right? Mm -hmm. Because you'll have people, you know, you'll have people that say, well, you don't, you, don't, you, don't do, you don't do anything that they say anyway. Well, I didn't do everything <laughs> my mother told me to do growing up. Did it still mean that my mother loved me less or did I love my mother less? No. So I think the reality of it is, is that at the end of the day, um, I, I can't change that. I, I can't, I, you, you might be a fine, you know, uh, you know, Muslim, you might be a fine um, uh, you know, Hindu or whatever. I, listen, I'm going to enjoy looking at you while I'm exiting uh, because <laughs> I can't. Come on here. I mean, listen, listen I'm real. You you call me, I, so I got to be the one. Listen, I'm enjoy. Hold on one second. My, my stage lights acting up here because I'm, I'm, I'm hitting my desk. Uh, I'm going to enjoy looking while I'm exiting because I can't build with someone who doesn't have my core values at heart. Because if we don't have the same core values, we are already trying to figure out what is going on now. Let me be let me be a bit me for just a moment. I know some people, well, I don't know some. I know like minimal people who are not in the same belief systems and uh, they make it work. But in my opinion, to that situation, I feel like the only reason why they're making it work is because um, they, they're being blind to what is in front of them, right? Sometimes we can turn the other cheek and just kind of dismiss something. And so I believe, uh, because I know these individuals, I'm only talking about the individuals that I know, and I won't say their name, um, I believe that they are just blind to what it is, and that's why it works. So it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. I don't have to address it. And so that's why it works for them. Uh, but for me, I've got to be in something with someone who believes at the core values what I believe. Right. And I mean, I'm that mean really, I ain't dating. That watch this. That mean I ain't dating no Republican. <laughs> you said a Republican. I, I, I said that means I'm not dating a Republican. Pray for me. Pray okay. For me. I mean, Pray at this me. point, the way things are going. <laughs> I don't even know about these Democrats. I, and I did vote for Biden, but he doing the most. Now, okay. <laughs> he doing the most, okay? I'm starting to think, you know. Yeah, yeah I love it. Antichrist. But anyway, but I was going to say, my memory going out for a second. Um, oh, the best way I've heard it is, can a fish and a bird exist together? Right? And it's impossible. A bird can't exist underwater. A fish can't exist out of water. So it's not going to work. Um, but it goes even deeper than that because there's a lot of Christians out here that say they're Christians and they're not. To me, even I had to analyze my own self. Like I was, in, I was out here living real hard, right? But when I say Christians, I mean like they don't have a relationship with God, right? They don't pray. Like I even had to friend zone a 
a really good looking guy because he was like, I don't pray. That's not how I deal with my issues. Okay. <laughs> Your friend zone. There you go. Um, you know, it seemed like he had some church hurt. He probably watching this. Oh Lord. Anyway, bottom line is he didn't have a relationship with God. So to me, I'm like, you know, you're calling yourself a Christian, but you don't even pray. You don't know how to channel whatever you're going through and, you know, speak to your father. Cool. Uh, it was a lot of, a couple other little things he didn't do. But anyway, those things are important, right? Um, having a praying spouse is very important. Having, a, you know, a spouse that is after God's heart is important. All that good stuff. So I'm glad you brought, we had that conversation at Dialogue. Um, another question I would ask is, and I'm sure you ladies want to know too, when you are practicing purity, what are some <laughs> ways you can also show affection, like without it being non-romantic? That was like the hardest challenge for me because I am, I don't want to say a sexual person, but you know, I was what, what, used to doing things. I don't but I don't want you to skip over that because I think sometimes, no, seriously, I think sometimes in the church, we condemn sexuality mm -hmm. if we say that we're a sexual person, but we are. God, God never said we couldn't be sexual. He said maintain it until we get married. Right. Right. He says subdue it until we get married. So I don't think that there's anything wrong with an individual being a sexual person because that's how that's that's who God made you to be. Right. I think that the reality of it is is how you manage it is important. Right, it's important. Right? Very it's important. Right. So I don't want you to run from it being like, well, I don't want to say, no, no, you are. Because I'm I'm going to confess, I am. Glory to his name. Right. I mean, <laughs> to the lamb of the living God, I am. And, and but, but here's the difference in it. The difference in it is, God, I made a vow to you. And I hope I'm getting ready to say something that's so controversial, but y'all pray for me. Um, I made a vow to God to honor you. That's why we're abstinent, right? That's why you're a virgin. I I'm about to mess somebody up. You're not a virgin because God's going to send you an extra special mate. Uh-oh. You're not abstinent because you're about to get, like, the, the king of glory husband or the king of glory wife or, you know, your wife get ready to fall down from heaven on a horse in a carriage. You are abstinent and you are a virgin because you are honoring God. That's it. You're not about to get a special gift from heaven. You're not about to get a special gift from God. He's not about to wrap up a bowl for you and sit and poof. Oh my. No, because somewhere in the ideologies of our mind, we thought that being abstinent was like, God, I'm going to be abstinent for this husband. And then, then the husband dropped and we're like, but. I was, but I was abstinent though. Mm -mm. You don't get an extra prize. This ain't Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> this ain't Sky Zone. You know, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this, this ain't a raffle. You do these activities, abstinent, right? And mainly abstinence is the activity because if you're a virgin, you know, you've been yeah, a virgin. Because you wouldn't know anyway. Yeah, you wouldn't know anyway. Being abstinent or waiting until marriage is a honor towards God. It is a God, listen, this me and you, we're doing this thing, let's go. You don't get extra cool points in heaven. You you you, you don't get an extra, you don't get extra favor 
from God. Because if that's the case, I got a lot of it. And I, I failed, uh, you know, prior to these moments. Glory to his name. You don't get up. You know what I mean? You don't. So I, I want us to erase that. But what I do want to encourage us in, in being abstinence is don't deny your sexual feeling. And when I say that, I want to be, I want to explain it. Because, you know, the saints be like, what? What you mean? <laughs> what I'm saying is address it within yourself. This is the way I feel today. If you got to write it in a notebook, right? This is the way I feel today. Or express it to people that can pray you through the moment. I feel this way today. I feel this way today. And address it because it makes you human, but then get into your spirit so that you can correct it. Lord, mm -hmm. I hope I'm talking good tonight. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, we try, we try to just be like, oh, I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be hugged. I don't want my hand to be hold. You do. You are human. But I need you to address it in the spirit. No, I agree with you a thousand percent. It wasn't yeah. so much me. I knew how to be affectionate. No, I'm but, talking to, I'm talking but to. But for the men, yeah. for the man, it's even, I mean, we're talking about a man. And, you know, I see that the whole thing was in error now out of the relationship. But we're talking about a man that, um, and, and not only him, many men that they they're struggling too right um yeah they, but i wanted to answer your original question which oh, was sorry. which yeah. was how do you how do you do it and i and i think here's the key mm -hmm. component knowing yourself mm -hmm. right so for me i'm 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 touchy feely man i like i want to grab your hand i want to put my arm around you i want to put my arms around your back i want to i want to you know i want to touch your you know your waist area here you know yeah yeah i am <laughs> but i have to be careful because the drive that God gave me, gave me, if I do too much of it, it can stir me up. Right. Right? So I might have to keep it light mm -hmm. and maybe just rub your knuckles. <laughs> because, because God knows if I, if I grab your hand, it might, it might, it might trigger me. Because I'm going to tell you one thing that we don't talk about. We don't talk about the fact that when you are truly attracted to a person, you love God, but when you are truly attracted to a person, that thing will stir up out of nowhere. Yeah. You, you can be like, look, you, you just got finished praying. You love the Lord. You, you know what I mean? You, you hear me, D? You love the Lord, right? You, you be like, all right, listen, we're going to go to the movies today. And you like, you good. You didn't pray. You didn't suck with the Lord for a while. Man, you come up on that man or you come up on that woman and you smell them. You see them, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, something in you be like, whoa, you know what I mean? But you're playing it cool. And so then when you realize that feeling, when you realize that feeling, because remember I talked about acknowledging it, don't acknowledge it out loud. Acknowledge it in your mind, Lord, I feel this way. Help me. Right. Because I still want to honor you. Right. right? Don't, don't put yourself in compromising positions that you know. And this is, when we say that, people hear that and be like, oh, well, what is a compromising position? You know what a compromising position is. <laughs> little sexual, little sexual. <laughs> no, I mean, literally, some ways to limit that, I guess, is, I mean, I, I mean, it was okay for me because I'm, again, I'm, I've done it before. I went a whole 400 days before even meeting that person. Um, how, how many days did you go? At one point, 400 or more. My God. 
I mean, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. Now I'm now I'm almost at two years. So you know, Let's that's go. what almost Let's go. six hundred, right? Go. So <laughs> but no, um, it's I mean, I feel like the ladies might have more discipline and willpower, right? And definitely no next next flixing and chilling, right? At eleven p.m., that's not gonna work. The devil is it. a liar. Yeah, they ain't gonna cut it. Because I'm liable to put the right movie on for me to get close to you. So no, that can't happen. Yeah. I can't yeah. watch nothing scary that I'm not gonna want to go home. No, that ain't no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like for this conversation needed to be had because I had it already with a female. Now we had a, have a man here. Are we talking about the like, you know, no sugar coating, the real deal. We out here dating, we out here having a good time. So you're saying we need to be praying for discipline and strength before the date and during the date. <laughs> I, I am. I am. Because here's the thing. Like, let's say you like to cuddle. I don't think there's anything wrong with two individuals cuddling, but not in a personal setting. Maybe, you, maybe you're out in public yeah, I agree. eating and maybe you sit underneath of their arm because right. you're not going to do certain things in, in, in public with so many people around. But that Netflix and chill on the couch, that ain't a good moment to to cuddle. Because that, that might be a moment when you start to realize all of your feelings for that individual. Right. And listen, all hell might break loose. You understand what I'm telling you? Now, what if you like on a double date? What if it's a double date? Is that okay? I, I think on a double date, you know, it's up to you. Because let me tell you, some people don't really do the whole, like, affectionate thing. They're like, oh, no. I ain't doing the affectionate thing. You know what I mean? That's a sin to God. No, 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 <laughs> no, and no again. And I'm going to talk to the religious people in the back. And no again. You holding somebody's hand is not a sin to God. You being affectionate is not a sin to God. Sex is a sin. Now, question. Me. Can you yes. kiss? I, once again, I'm going to put that on the two individuals. <laughs> No, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on the two individuals because everybody has a different trigger level. I'm, I'm talking about Dwayne in this moment. Okay, if Dwayne. I'm really, if I'm really into you, no. It's going to be a nice on the cheek. How you doing? Okay, you good? You had a great week? Because if we get, if we get to the lips, I'm liable. If they feel soft, I'm liable to go too far. So I'm going to stay <laughs> in my box and stay disciplined. You're going to get the cheek. Uh-huh. All right, let's sit down, eat, talk, laugh, be married. All right, now let's let's go home. You understand what I'm saying? But okay. I think it just depends on the on the person because for some people, everybody triggers is different. So if you're a man or a woman and kissing is a problem for you, listen, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I don't know why you're making me laugh so hard. But it's true. It's uh yeah. Because I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it one hundred because no, I'm telling you, we true. spend a lot it's of time true. playing games. And, and talking around in circles. And I just believe that this is the season. God didn't, God didn't, you know, allow a pandemic for us to still be phony and hypocritical. No, let me tell you. I agree yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> this is not my first time trying to be abstinent. Um, yeah, the littlest thing, like somebody smelled, like you said, you wearing the right cologne, I'm like... Huh? Woman of God. Why you smell that good? We only going to Shake Shack today. This not even this not even a real Chris date. Why you smell that good? We gotta get away. We gotta get away. You gotta get away. 
Yeah. You, you, you got to go. I'll see you. I'll, let's try again tomorrow. <laughs> let's, let's try again tomorrow. And and can we and can we be honest? Can we be honest? And I'm gonna just talk for the men. When we yeah. see y'all in that dress in the heels, oh! <laughs> <laughs> take me to the king. Oh, man. Listen, that's okay. I, I look up to heaven and I be like, Lord, what's up? What you gonna do this for? And why are you gonna do this to me? I'm trying to do it right. What you doing? So oh, my goodness. I, I'm just I, I just wanna let us know, like, listen, we, we've gotta make sure we gotta make sure that you know we understand our triggers and don't put ourselves in a seat to uh our triggers to be apprehensive. And, and take us in because that's a real thing. No, it is. You're right. You're right. Um, we're about to start wrapping up soon, but this is a great conversation. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, but what I, I am going to ask you is, okay, knowing what you know now. Yes. And I'm going to assume that you believe that soul ties exist, especially well. Yeah, soul ties. So you so. know, I have a, I have a different perspective on. Soul okay, ties. let's talk about it. I have a different perspective on soul ties, and let me tell you what I believe. Um, you know, the Bible, the Bible talks about your soul, um, you know, going one or two places, right? So if 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 I believe that God has dominion over your soul, I believe that not necessarily in soul ties, but I believe that we can have bondage ties. Okay. Right? Um, because that word soul, I think sometimes we get into Somebody said it while they was preaching. It sounded so good. And everybody just jumped on. Oh, my God. You got soul ties. I prophesy your soul ties are coming off. You, <laughs> but, you know, you know, soul ties are not just sexual. They could be emotional soul ties. But that's why, but, soul tie, but that's why I call them. But that's why I call them bondage ties. Right. Because, okay. because bondage ties can be anything. Emotionally. Right. Right. It can be, it can be mentally, right? You can be bound in your mind, right? So it's, so because you have no soul in your mind, mm -hmm. right? You, so, so that's why I don't use the word soul because you have no soul in your mind. You have no soul in, in your, in your, in, in your, uh, in your feelings, right? Right. So, so that's why I call it bondage, period. That's what I'm saying. I think that somewhere, Along this line of the of the great gospel that we love, somebody started using words and we just gravitated towards it because it sounded so good. But the Bible doesn't even mention soul ties. It mentions bondage. I think it's a level of bondage. It's bondage ties, meaning that somebody has control over your mind. Somebody has control over your heart. Somebody has control over your emotions. And then last but not least, somebody has control over you sexually. And so I think that this is why uh, uh, breaking the changes, breaking the chains of bondage, is important. I think we just we you know please forgive me, and some people may disagree with me, and that's quite all right. They'll see me when we get to heaven, and you know it'll be all right. You know then you'll know I was for real. Okay, um, I think that sometimes we use a level of words that, like I said, it just sound cute. I All right, so bondage, bondage, ties. bondage, bondage right. for me, and I don't want to change your word. 
no, 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 no. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own. So I believe. So I believe in bondage. I believe that people can be bound in bondage by different things. Yes. So, and 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 in particular, we're talking about sex, right? Yes. Yes. So, based on your past um, of being sexually bonded to someone. Yes. And because you use the word bonded. How do you think that af that has affected? I don't want to say you. It's not going to affect. Like we rebuke that it will affect your future, but how will it? How, how has can it, it play on your future? It can. It can. Yeah, I mean, it, can it can play on your future. Bondages yeah. can play on your future because we talked about this earlier, right? When you was like, you got a red flag, and you said when you got the red flag, you put him away. You were only it. able to do that. Watch this. You were only able to do that because you had no bondage with him. Mm-hmm. That's true. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So it couldn't affect your your future because you were already letting it go. Now watch this. Imagine somebody that did not have that much strength to cease and descend what was mm -hmm. holding them captive. Guess what they do? They prolong yeah. what God is trying to set up in their destiny. Because imagine if I bring a woman or if you're a woman, you bring a man into your space that God, that God doesn't want you to have. They have bondage over you and you're praying, Lord, send me a wife, send me a husband. You are prolonging it because you haven't broken the chains of the bondage that has been connected to you and that's trying to hold on to you. Amen. So it does affect your future. It affects, watch this, it affects how you see your future. Because now, because they have such a strong hold on you, a bondage on you, they will sell you stuff to your mental, to your emotions, to your feelings that will have you second guessing what you already know God told you is not true. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It affects your future. Reach. It affects, yeah, it affects your future. And, and, and this, is why, this is why it is so uh, befitting because I believe, I believe that when we can break bondages, we can, and not just the bondages of sexual and, and emotion and all this, but also bondages of family ties that broke, mm -hmm. right? When we can break bondages, guess what we do? We open ourselves up for God to send a new reign of word, a new reign of anointing, a new reign of of a favor, fresh rhema. When Amen. we are closed off in bondage, we cannot get fresh rhema. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's really good. You can't get fresh rhema. Fresh rhema can only be downloaded. Not that you got to be perfect to get fresh rhema, but mm. bondage will block you from hearing fresh rhema. That's good. Let me tell you why that's good. Mm -hmm. I, I got a prophecy. I wasn't even expecting it. It came, I wasn't even expecting it from the person that I got it from. And they told me, it was like, your boyfriend is the reason why you're not going to do X, Y, and Z. And he was my fiance at the time. And I was like, okay, all right. Then, like, God used that person to tell me that. And then I just started having prophetic dreams. Like, with all kinds of signs. All kinds wow. Of signs. And then I was like, okay, I don't even know what this means, God. Like, I don't know what this means. It was something with a snake. So you, you, anytime you have a snake in your dream, it's typically deception. 
Get the heck out of there. 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 Yeah. I was just like, and I, but the dream was weird. We could talk about that off air. Me too. Um, but it was just a weird dream. Mm -hmm. um, Cause it was like the snake was like devouring him. Wow. It was, it was weird, right? I'm like, okay. Um, still going about my business, going about my business. And then um, I started having other dreams. Now these dreams started coming to pass. Yeah. Like, oh no, God, God showed me this two months before. It just happened. You got to go, right? And I still gave him another chance. Um, but, you know, God was just, again, throwing these other dreams at me. When it came down to it and I got out of that situation, yes, the scales had to be removed from my eyes. I had to see stuff. Um, and I was seeing it in the spiritual realm, right? I didn't understand what I was seeing until it started happening in the natural. So, but God will show you whether you like it or not. <laughs> With the red flags. <laughs> Listen, I want I want people to take something away from what you just said. I think sometimes God gives us signs and we choose to ignore them for whatever the reason is. And I don't have to hop there too long uh, because I think that all of us know whatever that reason may be, maybe they really may love you the best way that you like to be loved. Maybe they really pay attention to you. You know, sometimes what we want and we lack and even in our own family lives, we are willing to settle for in our romantic lives, even mm -hmm. if it costs us something with God. And so oftentimes, I don't blame the person that's manipulating you because they were sent on that assignment, right? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't blame, I don't blame the individual that's, that, that is embracing that manipulation only because sometimes God wants to see are you willing to keep me first or are you willing to set up or, or settle for something that you want so bad? And if the truth be told, I, I said this on my live, I love my mother. It wasn't until we got older that she was like, oh, I love you. I love you. She didn't really say it like that when I was a child. Right. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I was looking for that love in a romantic space and I was willing to stay there because they were resembling something that I wanted, but guess what? They wasn't for me. And that's no indictment on them. Right. That's no indictment on them because here's the truth about people who've been sent on an assignment. They know who you are. Mm -hmm. They know how powerful you are. Yeah. They, they, they know what you are to become. So, of course, they want it with the hopes that you will subdue it so that you can just be with them. Because here's what, we under, here's what we underestimate, right? We underestimate this right here. If real recognize real, that means fake got to recognize real too. Mm. The problem is sometimes real can miss fake mm. because what real wants, fake has. Yeah. And if fake has it, I'm willing to compromise my realness for the sake of getting what fake can give me. I'm like breathing. No, and what I noticed, and and ladies, if you're listening, this type of and he's not a. I'm not gonna sit here and badmouth him. hundred percent. He's not a bad person. Right? <laughs> Lord help me. Please. He's not a bad person, but he's gonna. He he was telling me a lot of 
what I wanted to hear from day one. Like, this is a man that I, from day one, I never had to, he was just, everything I wanted in a man, that's what he was. That's what he was. That's why God had to show me in a spiritual realm, like, this ain't what I want for you. Hey, can, let me help <laughs> you out. When you go to a steakhouse, mostly under every steak that's real, what does it say? U-D-S-A what? Approved or certified? One of those. Yeah, one of those two. <laughs> the, the the problem is the reason why it's telling you that it's certified so that you don't think you're getting imitation. Mm, I, ooh, I'm about to start speaking in tongues over here. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep me regular. I don't want to go up today. These lights already make me want to go up. Make me want to throw on some surveillance <laughs> music and go up. Um, but but when you when you eat that steak, it lets you know that it's real. And the reason why the restaurant does that is because they want you to know that they will not sell you a product that is beneath what the U.S. government says is real. Here's where we have a problem in our Christian walk. Because we've made mistakes. We've disappointed some people. We've gotten frustrated with people, God, ourselves. And here's where we make the mistake. We make the mistake of underestimating our UDSA. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta go because I feel. I feel like yelling right here. I feel like yelling right yelling here. Too we 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 have allowed people to tell us that having too much confidence is arrogance. And the truth be told, the Bible says you're made in my image. You should be confident. You're made in my likeness. You should be confident. So let me help confirm some things for people that are watching today. You are. USDA approved. And who are you approved by? God. Uh, amen. So stop settling, right? Watch this. Stop settling for something that's imitation when you are real. Mm. And I want to help you. Where we <laughs> fail is we don't trust God because God's timetable right. is not on our timetable. Work the text away for his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. Uh-oh, watch this. For he said, I know the time of your life. And so part of our problem is a wrestle with time. Mm. Come on. Well, well. It's a wrestle with time. Oh, my Lord, I'm 40. I ain't been married yet. Oh, my goodness. You know, the, the crazy part. God will speed things up for you. Yeah, he will. And, and I'm not even tripping. Like, I'm only 32, so I'm not tripping um, on time, right? But this is why I stress with everybody, like, you having that, I, like, we could have easily gotten married, right? God kept on throwing in monkey riches, like, literally. It was always something. I'm like, and, and I would be like, nah, this don't feel right. So what I want to say is, Make sure everybody's truly building a relationship with God. Even when I'm living, I was living foul, God was still protecting me. And it wasn't even that, only in that relationship, even with my baby father, because I got a child. I was out here living in the world and God was still protecting me, right? So make sure y'all are developing your relationship with God, like you seeking God. Um, even if you are falling short, continue to see God because he will protect you. Like he will, even if it's throw you a dream, you know, whatever these you know, situations happen. But make sure you're seeking him because even when I wasn't seeking God in my earlier 20s when I first had a baby, out of wedlock and all that stuff, I, I had another snake dream <laughs> with the baby daddy. But that's how I knew he was 
cheating, right? And he was actually cheating. Um, but I say all that to say, and I, I love that you brought up the timetable. Yes, a lot of women, they would have settled. Like, even to this day, my mother, my aunts, they'd be like, he's not a bad person. Like, you need to take him back. He didn't do this. I'm like, nah, but he was living foul, right? Um, and it wasn't even so much cheating. It was just him not living right. I ain't gonna play this business out here, but bottom line is he wasn't the man God sent me. Um, so if I was to listen to my family members, even my father, everybody, and, and forgive him, I'm just, first of all, I'm dishonoring God because God already warned me, right? So make sure you ladies are developing your own relationship with God. You're not even listening to people around you because they don't even know what you're experiencing. Um, and I'm glad that I'm sensitive to whether it's a, through a dream or a hair guard, whatever, I'm sensitive to that fact because when we go and tell, because I had to tell people, literally, it was three months before the wedding. So I had to tell people, there's no more wedding. And everybody's like, well, what happened? I'm explaining what happened. They're like, well, I don't see the big deal. <laughs> I'm like, listen, unless God come down and tap me on my shoulders and say, you're marrying him, we ain't getting married. Because it was just too much red flags. And what I've, I dealt with was, um, I don't want to say prophetic insecurity, because I'm just finding out now that I operate in a prophetic, but that's pretty much what it was, right? I even went to my pastor, like pastor, who is a, pa a prophet. This is what I had a dream about. She's just like, you gotta go to God about that. You gotta ask God, what does he mean by that? I, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I'm not released to tell you that, right? Um, so develop your own relationships with God. Make sure you're hearing from God yourself. That's all I gotta say on that. <laughs> I, I thank you for having me tonight. Yeah. Likewise, this is great. It's been this fun. It's been real. Yep, it's been real. Everybody, make sure, if you don't follow Dwayne Williams Jr., make sure you go follow him. I'm a heathen. Don't follow me. No. <laughs> if you're not following me, make sure you follow me. Make sure you go uh, follow the at Journey to Developer page. Again, it's a platform for real estate. But also self well, real estate development, but also self-development and spiritual development. And that's why we're having this dialogue right now. So everyone be blessed. Take care. Um, we're going to keep this up on a replay. And it's probably going to go over to the actual podcast platform, mm -hmm. iTunes. So make sure you subscribe to iTunes and support all the other episodes. Subscribe to our YouTube page as well. All right. Thank you, Dwayne. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Can, can I pray before we get out of here? Yes. My phone is Absolutely. on limb, and I'm going to get out of here. Let's do this. Father, thank you uh, for this moment in time, uh, for what you have conveyed from your lips to our hearts, to the audience ears. Uh, so, Father, I pray that your word would not fall on deaf ground, but that you would enlighten us all, including myself, including the host. You would enlighten us all to see the greater plan that you have for our life moving forward in this season. Do not let us fall by the wayside of our thoughts. Do not let us fall by the wayside of our emotions. Do not let us fall by the wayside of our feelings. But Father, I would pray that you would allow us to see what it is that you are doing in our lives in this season. Do not allow us to give in to temptation. Don't allow us to give in to the things that will pull us back. But Father, I thank you now in the name of your son, Jesus. I thank you because you're making us strong where we are weak. You're giving us discipline where we want to throw in the towel. You're giving us energy where we felt low. You are picking up our confidence 
where we felt low self-esteem. And Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you're going to do it and do it and do it and work on us until we become better until your day of return. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ooh. Amen. Amen. All right. Peace. All right, y'all. Bye.